The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my dad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 85 of The Awakened Soul. I'm your host, CEO Hayes. And for any first-time listeners of The Awakened Soul, we are a part of The Breaks Media, the premier black-owned media company around, period. You can follow me, your host, at CEO Hayes. It's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow the podcast at Awakened Soul Pod or at The Awakened Soul Pod, just depending on where you're looking for us. And then also... You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, theawakensoulpod at gmail.com. All right, now that we got all that stuff out of the way, uh, make sure you guys go and check out my written review, my written uh, spoiler-heavy review of Glass, only on the breaksmedianetwork.com. Make sure you go and check out that website. A lot of articles there, sports. Uh, AJ's been doing her thing. Now we got the movie blog up. May have to may have to do some music too. I I don't know. Like it, I love how it's a compliment to the actual podcasting side. And since we haven't been actually able to record the film frequency, which is our movie review podcast, in quite a while, I'm glad to be able to get that uh, content up. Really excited. Like you, you know, I I I get it. Like, people make joke. Like listeners make jokes all the time, asking what I don't do. I have my hand in a little bit of everything, but um, it's not even just me. Let, let's not even make that the highlight. Let's make sure that we point out all the hard work everyone at the Breaks Media has been doing uh, since we launched. So uh, shout out to Technical Foul, the Inside Scoop, Socially Unacceptable, A Few Screws Loose, um, which has just been doing amazing things, Dark Sugar, which uh. Look out for them. They it's some it's some changes going on there, but really great content coming out uh, from that side of things. The extra regular podcast, which uh, Poe and and Kyla do their things over there. So just make sure you go and check out all the podcasts of the Breaks uh, Media, and also, um, like I said, the 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 YouTube channel. Can't forget that we got Jay Brody doing cloth talk over there. It's just. We are definitely the most well-rounded network period. And, and I don't, cause when you say network, people just think podcast network is not just that. Um, but moving on, let's, let's, <laughs> I keep, I keep getting sidetracked and talking about things we have going on over the course of this show. We will be discussing, uh, Soldier Boy, uh, with Jax, uh, Jackson from Sexual Strangers podcast in the building. We have a, a music discussion in general. Uh, we talk about some of the things he has going on with not Jax productions, which you guys need to be checking out. Just two, uh, media men are trying to really break ground and do things differently just having a dope conversation uh so i, I really look forward to that one we got the in the mind of hay segment which will be coming up in just a second here um also you know we got the unpopular opinion with the one and only pyt tiana and then we're also going to feed you before you leave with the soul food from queen poison so just uh yeah, we got our normal segments around here our normal our normal output uh everyone's focused dedicated uh so you know, that's what it is. But before we get into the actual show itself, you know, it's Martin Luther King Day. So, you know, I got to do something special. We're going to get into a special uh, 
Martin Luther King inspired intro music for this week. I will see you guys on the other side of that for the end of Minor Hayes segment. I'll catch you guys there. dark and twisted place that is the mind of ceo hayes basically where i get my shit off i got a couple of things to get to this week um the first one is cardi b and tommy lauren um so cardi b had a um, video in which she talked about the wall and politics in general it was honestly one it was refreshing to see cardi b who really doesn't talk about much things like that at least not that i've seen uh if 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 she does it more often and I'm just completely missing out on it, uh, let me know. But, you know, I, I, we're starting to see more and more of Cardi B. Like, A, personally, her review of Bird Box was just hilarious. Uh, you got to go see that. But on a serious note, to see her talk about um, the wall and, and dip, dip her toe into politics was refreshing because um, it just lets you know that she pays attention to things. And I think over the course of 2018, if anyone didn't know, uh, expect anything from Cardi B. But coming out of that, Tommy Lauren decided to be the troll that she is, and she uh, made some some stupid comments to Cardi B, which Cardi B went on to respond with that she would dog walk the shit out of her. <laughs> Tommy Lauren then admitted, uh, you know, she probably would. Um, then went to go on talk talk more about um, Democratic support and s- stupid shit. But you know, like I said, I just really wanted to talk about this here because it's good to see Cardi B actually talking about something like that and paying attention. But more importantly, it's good that we keep exposing Tommy Lauren as the uh, she's the Takashi Six Nine of politics. Just just think about that. She's the Republican Takashi Six Nine. I just I just really want y'all to sit back and think about that. Um, let me know what you think. Um, but really, something I'm going to get more in depth to here in the end of my hey segment is the Fire Festival documentaries that came out. If you haven't watched these, you definitely need to go. And I I know I, I think well most people will remember um, all the tweets and the jokes that we all made about the Fire Festival. Um, but to see it from the perspective of the workers and uh, some of the people in the Bahamas and just how that whole thing set up. Uh, I want to say that I felt like at some point they really thought the event was going to be a big thing and they had um, high hopes for it. And I, I honestly, you know, a lot of people come down on Ja Rule for it. And I, and I think Ja Rule saw an opportunity to do something that wouldn't have been done. I think I don't think Ja Rule is the best businessman, and that's been proven over the course of his hip hop career. For anyone who actually pays attention, he's not the smartest guy. He, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. He's just really not. Um, so this, so Billy McFarlane, who if you there's over the course of the documentary, um, is just shown to just really be a dirtball and a scumbag and a uh, a con man. 
Ja, to a certain extent, was one of the people who he conned. Now, I think as an actual business partner and had a place in it, he should have been paying more attention. Um, I mean, like, like he's just Billy. McFarlane really completely pulled the wool over investors' eyes and uh, artists' eyes. Like he pulled a hell of a con, and it's good to see documentaries like this uh, put a, put more of a face on it. Because as we make jokes about it on social media and stuff, it's 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 easy to forget that people like this affected people's careers. This affected people who um, weren't really in on the con that really had. High hopes in, in Billy that had trust in Billy uh, McFarlane that had trust in that they were doing something huge that was really going to be trend setting and to see those people's stories and to get them to tell their perspectives and how they saw everything going downhill and uh, how they knew at some point that people were just being conned and a lot of them didn't feel right about it. Now, it's a lot to say that they still went along with it, but at the same time. It seemed like everyone legitimately had so much hope that they were going to be able to pull this out at the in the last minutes, that they were going to be able to get this event to go through. And it just did not happen. And it just sucks to see uh, like the people there, the people who did end up landing there in the Bahamas and with how they were treated with their luggage and uh, finding uh, places to sleep. And there was no food, no water. And then you, you saw people like looting and uh one guy admitted to like him and his friends were pissing on other people's mattresses so that no one else would sleep around them. It's crazy. It's really crazy to see a documentary like this. There was uh one on Netflix and also Hulu did they did their own as well. They dropped within a couple of days uh of each other. Hulu's dropped first. Definitely go. I would say check out both of them because they kind of put a different perspective on it. You still get the overall story, but I, I would say check out both of them. I love documentaries. More so, I love documentaries that have anything to do with like music, especially hip hop, because that's my thing. Um, I'm sure we'll probably talk about it more in depth on the Breaks Radio, so make sure you check it out there. Me and Johnny will have some discussion on it. So, uh, yeah, man, that's that's just deep. But we're staying in the music industry. R. Kelly got dropped uh, from Sony uh, amongst a lot of pressure that Sony was under, and people were asking for them to drop his music. Now, last week we talked about the fact of how um, his concert was canceled in Chicago. And now he's getting dropped from his label. Uh, and this is this is just one of the many things. There's still criminal proceedings being prepared to go against him. Like, this is not a good time at all to be anyone involved with Art Kelly. And I, I would like to think Sony saw that. Now, I mean, they're still going to make money off his music, more than likely. I'm not sure exactly how those deals work out. But I think that I want to keep an eye and a focus on the fact that while people are doing things now because this documentary came out, let's not forget that a lot of people in the industry knew a lot of this stuff or they saw it or they had ideas and they just turned a blind eye to Art Kelly for so long. He was untouchable. So the fact that now it's all coming crumbling down around him is great. He had his studio raided in Chicago, um, which they they had. uh building violations that they thought or, or some type of code violations and they raided his studio um it's just all types of things now and it's gonna be staying in the news let's let's can we please get this motherfucker the hell up out of here like just can we can we do that as a culture let's keep that pushing man um erica badu had a concert as well over the past week in which she you know she didn't say it wasn't like she was in full support. You know, you'll see in re-headlines that she was supportive of R. Kelly, and that's not really it. 
But it was reported that she uh, posed the question of what if one of the people who was assaulted by R. Kelly becomes an offender? We're going to crucify them to posing that question and then saying that people uh, in the crowd, they can keep their opinion to themselves. No, it's not like I said, it's not like she's overly coming to his defense, as some of the articles say. But yeah, I think it's it's absolutely in bad taste to say something like that on that stage. Um, But I kind of get what I let me not say I get what she's getting at. Um, cause I, I, I would never say anything like that, but you know, people are now of course attacking Erica Badu and you know how cancel culture goes. Um, but you know what? It, it is what it is. I, I think that we need to give her an opportunity to clarify her, uh, her thoughts and her opinion. Um, she has since come out and on Twitter and said that, uh, you know, she loves him. Um, she wants healing for him. And, uh, that, that, that's the basic gist of it. So, you know, doing some damage control there, but I think we do need to allow people time to kind of explain what they're thinking when it's not quite clear. Um, either way, Erica Badu is a strange one. We all know this. And I'm sure in her saying like she still loves him is it's in a opportunity to bridge the gap, but I really don't give a fuck about all of that fuck R. Kelly from from my book. Uh I know people feel differently, but you know, I definitely wanted to talk about that as well here. Um but that's pretty much it for the end of mine hey segment. Just those three topics. Let me know what you guys think about it. Is Tommy Lauren the Takashi 69 of the Republican Party? Just think about it. Think about it. when you really sit back and think about it, I think you guys may agree. You may not. I also want to hear you guys' opinion on the fire uh festival documentaries. Like I said, make sure you check out the Breaks Radio, which drops Friday. Uh, we're live on the radio on WTMHRadio.com uh, every Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. We try to get the podcast version up by 7 uh, p.m. Eastern time. So make sure you check that out. Uh, if you want to hear more discussion on that and R. Kelly, I'm sure we'll have all types of topics. We're also going to weave in more different types of music, too. So uh, this this week's going to be a good one. So we're going to go ahead I'm going to take a break. Thank you for sticking with me through my dark and twisted mind. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we're actually going to be in the unpopular opinion from the one and only PYT Tiana from the Lectural Girl podcast. Make sure you're checking her out. I know a lot of you guys followed her um, after her debut next week. I mean, next week. That sounds fucking stupid. After her debut last week, uh, make sure you continue to support her and check her out if you haven't already. She deli- she drops a video every morning that I can honestly say, if it doesn't change completely change your vibe for the morning, if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, it'll definitely g- give you uh, a step in the right direction. So <laughs> we're going to take a brief commercial break uh, and song break, and you'll be hearing from her on the other side of that. I'll see you guys there. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast, a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely, esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature, and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. Good morning to y'all! 
Happy Monday to you. How y'all feeling this morning? It's a brand new week, y'all. Let's set it off with an unpopular opinion. So, y'all, I've been blessed to come across many different types of people in my 29 years of living. One type of person in particular being the braggadocious asshole. Y'all know the type of person I'm talking about. The one that always got so much to say about everything they doing, everything they got, and even some of the things they could do for you. But you know what? I find that this person is actually very generous with some of the people around them, but for all the wrong reasons. This could leave the person that benefit actually feeling special, not even realizing that that benefit is solely a byproduct of a greater agenda. The braggadocious asshole's ego. That is my unpopular opinion. You see, I believe that we often confuse what somebody is doing for themselves with what that person is doing for us, simply because we benefit. I done seen this play out so many times, it ain't even funny. See, as a woman, we look for a provider and a man. So when one come along meeting all your wants in addition to your needs, you feel like you hit the damn jackpot. But a braggadocious person's generosity has absolutely nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Their primary concern when doing anything is how it make them feel. And more importantly, how it make them look to other people. You just happen to benefit in the process. Think I'm lying? Imagine taking yourself out of the situation. Putting somebody else in your place. Apply all the benefits you receive to that person. If it's a smooth transition, then you just prove my point. Taking yourself out of that situation allows you to see that none of those things were ever specific to you. Because it was never about you to begin with. See when somebody do something for you? I mean really do something for you. Just the thought of your happiness is enough. They don't have to gain a thing. And they damn sure don't have to brag about it. And that's all I have to say about that. This has been Unpopular Opinion with me, Tiana, the Around Electrical Girl. Follow at Official ATL Girl on all social media outlets and subscribe on YouTube at Around Electrical Girl. You got unpopular opinions? I want to know like Joe. Send them to AroundElectricalGirl at gmail.com. I'm serving up hot morning tea seven days a week. You need a morning push? You know where to find. Happy Monday. Shout out to PYT Tiana there who uh, came through with those those great words, that great insight. Um, make sure you guys are, are going and supporting everything she does. Like I said before, the unpopular opinions are coming in hot and fast in 2019. And I can't say enough how thankful I am to have her as part of the show. But you have to be aware of the people you have around you. You have to be aware of the energy they bring to you. And, you know, people rely too much or are starting to use the whole vibes and energy thing a little bit too much but there are people that will either help you only in in lights of helping themselves because they see something that they can benefit off from helping you and of course because you are thinking oh i'm helping or they're helping me they're they're lending a hand they care um you can kind of be caught off guard by some of the stuff you also have to be uh look out for the people who just aren't about their business and that is like the ones who <laughs> um, the ones who really don't have something that you naturally have and they want to feed off that. 
they see something in you that they don't have the capability of doing or the, or the desire or drive that you have to get it done. And what they'll do is instead of picking up on that, like through osmosis and learning something from it, they'll try to piggyback off that energy that you bring into it. They'll try to piggyback off the skills that you have. And that's fine if it's organic. That's fine if it's uh, mutually beneficial, if they're also helping you grow or helping you in somewhere you're weak at. But you got to be aware of the people who only take, 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 because it's easy to take. And sometimes us, because they're our friends, because they're our family members, because they're people we care about, we won't see that or we'll ignore it or we'll sweep it under the rug thinking, oh, but they're this to me. Oh, but I love them. No, no. And this isn't quite the same thing that that Tiana was talking about, but I think that it it just put me in that mindset of thinking about that. And I won't throw any names uh, or anyone under the bus, but you have to be aware that sometimes your God-given talents and gifts, people will see that in you and use it to their benefit. And when they do that, you got to you got to cut them out. Like period point blank. And it sucks because you love them because you care about them or because it's something in them that makes you drawn to them or whatever you or you've seen glimmers of the person that they can be or if they have helped you at times or whatever else. We got to stop being afraid to cut people out in 2019. You got to protect yourself. You got to protect your own mental health and everything. Stop being afraid to cut people out. Sometimes we get so caught up in our attachment to people that we forget about taking care of ourselves because we're, we're more worried about how how it will come off how how they will take it if you have to cut them off everyone has toxic behaviors everyone has negative qualities so i'm not saying that just automatically go and run away or drop someone for that alone but it's when someone doesn't want to take accountability um or try to change that or make atonement for it. You have people that will drop off the face of the earth and come back when it's beneficial to them and act like they're the victim. Oh, it was X, Y, Z. Nah, man. Nah, just, just protect, protect. It was a title episode of the break. So shout out to Johnny for coining this. Protect your peace, people. Protect your peace. In 2019, I need everyone to protect that peace. It's worth more than anything. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. It is worth more than anything else. Protect your goddamn peace. All right, enough of that. We're going to go ahead. We're going to step off that. I know I got a little serious there. Uh, we're getting ready to get into the petty news from Scoop Grady himself, you know, still recovering from his wedding, which you guys got footage of last week. But uh, Scoop is coming through with the petty news like no one else can do it but him. So we're going to go ahead and get into that. I will catch you guys on the other side of the petty news. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Scoop Grady here with the Petty News Report. I am right up to the top of the level of pissed off, everybody. So I'm going to get right into it right now. Los Angeles Rams are heading to the Super Bowl. Now, first of all, if you are from St. Louis, you should feel very frustrated because they were once the St. Louis Rams. And the owner told us that they're not going to leave St. Louis. They're going to stay here. And then I know where we get a press conference saying that we are leaving St. Louis. We're heading to L.A. Now, moving forward, the Rams are heading to the Super Bowl. Okay. Everybody from St. Louis is talking about, yeah, let's go. Rams stand up. Man, they've been my team since day one. Man, let me tell you something. All y'all are full of moose piss, okay? Nobody in St. Louis was fucking with the Rams when they up and left. Now, all of a sudden, everybody is on this bandwagon. I cannot stand people that are on bandwagons. 
St. Louis, no disrespect, they are always bandwagon people or things like this. This is, oh my God. You know what? I would never be a fan of the Rams as the way they did us. Crockett, you are full of moose piss as well. You know, forget the Rams. I don't care who wins the Super Bowl. I probably won't even watch. I probably protest the Super Bowl, but watch the halftime show and then cut it back off. Next. Adrian Broner had a championship battle against Manny Pacquiao over the weekend, and it did not go the way he planned it to go, but when he was interviewed, he stated that he beat him. He won. Everybody know that he won. Everybody is against him. Now, if you saw the fight, you saw that this man clearly lost. He only landed 14% of his punches, and body shots, Manny Pacquiao landed 47. He only landed three, the whole 12 rounds. Now, I'm not going to hate on... Adrian Broner, because I'm a huge fan of him, but I swear to God, 2019, I'm going to take L's just like this man's taking them. You know what I'm saying? If I take L's, you would never know. I'm going to still feel like I won at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he's delusional or he been on coke or what the hell is going on, but clearly that man lost that fight. Yeah, but he say the hood still loves him, man. I don't think the hood loves him. He probably, they probably in the hood like, one? You know, in my Soulja Boy voice, one? What? Next. Rapper Future is still in the news talking about Sierra and Russell Wilson. He states that Russell Wilson needs to stop listening to Sierra and be his own man. First of all, Future, you need to get a woman to get married. You can't tell nobody how to do things when they married if you ain't married he was in the blogs a couple weeks ago talking about he can't be with none of his baby mamas i guarantee you by the end of this year future will have at least nine baby mamas so i don't understand future i feel like he's really hating for sure he's hating i think he wishes he was still with sierra but you know what bro hey you messed up you go get you a little thought go smoke some weed and get back to making some music because your music is falling all the way to the ground like how my feelings are about these rams man god damn i hate the rams uh excuse me about that everybody i just had a moment and last but not least the petty question of the week are you cool with your significant other posting half naked pictures on social media that is the petty question of the week if you are in a relationship married dating whatever if you are committed to one person and that one person only are you cool with that person posting half naked pictures on social media please comment on twitter under scoop grady the inside scoop and that is all we have for today that is the petty news thank you all for listening continue to follow wake the soul and y'all be cool out here damn i hate the fucking rams y'all scoop grady is big mad about the los angeles rams getting to the super bowl formerly of st louis so it's going to be the patriots Versus the Rams uh, in the Super Bowl. Last time this happened was 2002. So, I mean, hey, I, I, know, I know Scoop is going to be rooting for the At least I hope he's not. Uh, shout out to uh, my brother, man, Ralph, from Oversaturated, who's a huge Patriots fan. I know that game was driving him crazy, but he probably he felt, definitely felt vindicated by the end of that game. So, uh, shouts out there. Who do you guys have in the Super Bowl? You got the Rams. You got the Patriots. Who are you picking to win? Let me know. Get back to me. Um, but anyway, we're getting ready to get into the main discussion topic this week. Uh, that is with Jackson from the Sex with Strangers podcast. Um, it's just, you know, from Not Jack's Productions as well. Uh, he does his own, own little video skits thing, and it's dope. It really is the video stuff that he does and the characters. You know what? We talk about it. So let me let me not talk about it here. We actually talk about it in the in the main discussion topic. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to get into a musical break. And uh, after that, it will be me and Jackson uh, discussing quite a bit of things. Uh, definitely being moguls, but as well as some music. So uh, we'll see you guys there.
Yo, this your boy Flaw 700. What's good, everybody? It's your guy Fresco. And we are the, the Podcast, Podcast Brothers. Dig? Yeah. Hey, what is our show about, actually? Our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit of this. Right. It's a like a little oh. bit of that. Oh, my goodness. No. You like don't, that song? No, not from you. What song is that? I don't know. It don't matter. It. it doesn't matter what song that is. Well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers kicking the shit. Real life real, brothers. Real life brothers. Obviously not by choice. And if you know how brothers get down, you know how we give it up. We don't agree on nothing. And that's what it's like on a podcast show. It makes for a healthy debate. makes for good dialogue. And it keeps the the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit. Episodes drop every Sunday. Every Sunday, every platform, you can get a podcast that the podcast brothers is there. You dig? Chill. Welcome a man who really don't need any introduction because I know you guys already watched all his videos that just flood everything now. Like it used to just be on Instagram. Now you're on Twitter. Not Jack. I'm tired of seeing the Night Jack's logo, but all the videos <laughs> are funny, so I got to watch them, man. <laughs> Jackson from Sex with Strangers is in the building. What's going on, Jax? Yeah, yeah. What up? What up, Jackson? One six one six. Follow me on Instagram, Jackson now one four. On Twitter, uh, J-A-X-O-N, Sex and Strangers podcast, Sex and Strangers are grown folks podcast, all that, all that shit, man. We got a, we got a show coming up. I'm going to get all my plugs out right now, <laughs> just in case you cut me off, nigga, or edit, or edit me out. But nah, man, what's going on with you, though? How you doing? Man, I'm good, man. I'm blessed. I can't complain. That's for sure. Uh, you doing, you're doing a lot of big things, too, though, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Listen. Don't just put all the shine on me, my nigga. I'm, I'm honored to be on your on your show again. I appreciate that, man. I uh, I try. I try. I ain't, I ain't gotten to the world of video like you yet. Because I just, I, I don't have time, man. Like, I tried to edit a video one time. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm, I'm going to stick to doing audio. Like, I'm good. What on you video. mean? You don't have time. Like, nigga, you do like eight shows a week. What you mean you don't have time, bro? That's what, what I mean. mean. I mean, okay. So, audio editing I don't know if it just because I had no experience before I started doing this either. In that, I don't know if I just took to it easier. My uh, back when I was doing the wrestling podcast, my uh, boy did a video for it. I tried to edit it once. I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm like, I'm never gonna touch it again. Like it stressed <laughs> me the hell out. <laughs> like the but moment. How, how is it different from audio though? Like because well, how you feel like it's different. I don't know if it was just the program I was using at the time, but like the uh, the audio and the video had got unsynced. So, like, the words oh. were a little bit off from the lips, and that okay. shit drives me crazy. Like, there are whole okay. Jackie, uh, not Jackie, the Bruce Lee movies that I had to stop watching because that shit just irks me. So, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm just done. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> nah, it's not. Well, see, you must have been, you definitely was using something different because I really honestly didn't start doing video shit until I got an iPhone. Like, I was the, you know, I was like the last thing on earth without an iPhone, probably besides you or whatever. I mean, I had um, one. I just switched to Android. 
So, and I had never had, I had never had one. So like when I got one, that's when I kind of started to like doing the, the video shit. And I just used like the little iMovie app. So you didn't really have to sync nothing. It was just like you, cause I, and I got like, uh, like little like lapel mics. So you could like hear us a little bit better, um, through the video. And then that was it. Like I didn't have to really, I didn't have to sync shit. It was just like post the video, make a little, some minor cuts. And then, like, post a couple of short clips and, like, hopefully, like, you know what I'm saying, draw people in and, like, get them to listen to you to the whole episode. But it wasn't really that much. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, all right. we were gonna, I was saving this for last, but forget it. Let's go ahead and get into it. The Not, the not Jacks videos that you do, you do yeah. all those on iPhone? No. Uh, okay. No, not not recently. So, like, basically, the, like, the whole Not Jacks production shit, it's, it's crazy how it, how it began, right? Because it was me. And my homie, not Jax, that's not his real name, but it was always kind of like a running joke because when we started for Sex and Strangers, like uh, we've done, so far we've done three live shows. And every time that we would do like a live show, you know, you know, when you're not famous, when you're not a celebrity, like you got to really like promote your own shit, like really, really like hard body. So I was trying to just come up with clever ways to like promote and like catch people's attention and try to get them to like if I could get them to laugh at at, at my videos or laugh at my jokes and maybe I could reel them in and then I'd like I'll throw in a couple of sex with strangers nuggets here and there. You know what I'm saying? So like maybe if they if they if they like me, if they fuck with me, then they'll by default listen to whatever I'm attached to. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of just a way to like draw people in, make people laugh. And then if they be like, oh, well, if, if he can be funny in 60 seconds, then shit, like maybe we'll go listen to these niggas bullshit for a whole hour or 90 minutes or whatever. And so we just used to make like those super low budget, goofy, like bootleg ass videos with iPhones. Because at the time he had an iPhone, but I didn't. So we would do everything on his on his phone. And it was just one time we was we was taping or recording. And the nigga just started whispering before he taped, and he was like, "Not Jack's Productions." I was like, "Nigga, what the fuck is that?" <laughs> and it was a joke, like you know what I'm saying? Because obviously I'm Jax, so he was like, "Well, if you Jax, then I'm clearly not Jax." So that's just gonna be my name. I was like, "Yo, you're a fucking idiot, my nigga." But the shit just kind of like he just started doing the shit like at the beginning and or at the end of every like little video that we did, and it just be kind of like it just kind of like became a thing, like a tagline or whatever you want to call it. And um, once we started getting into it and like really doing it, like it just, we like it, just, we just got better. Like you know what I'm saying? And we kind of started slowly but surely like taking it more serious. It was still some goofy shit. I'm not gonna lie to you, but it was goofy on screen. Like the finished product of a 60 second clip that that y'all would see was the goofy shit. But like behind the scenes, like we'd really be doing like four or five, six takes. It was a couple of joints where I had to write a script, like a, a, a script to it. And I had to like memorize my like my lines and shit like that. Or we would shoot it one way and he would like see something in the background. He'd be like, nah, we actually we should come in from this angle or I'll pan from the sky down or I'll pan from the ground up. Or like it was a for real, like a for real production. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even though it was like super like low, low budget looking. Um, and then we just started having conversations like like, yo, like, with our two, if we put our two brains together just on a creative uh, based kind of, like, idea, nigga, all we need is better equipment. And we can, like, that'll, like, level us up, like, instantly. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, basically, niggas, like, saved up a little bread, 
Um, I got, I ain't gonna lie. Like I ain't gonna front. Like I got a little help from, from my people. Cause I was like kind of pitching it, pitching an idea to them and they kind of helped me out a little bit. Um, and I got like a, like an actual camera, like a for real, for real camera, not just no bullshit as not bullshit, but you know, but not just the phone. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's crazy how, when the quality of whatever it is that your, your picture is, or like, even in your case, like if the quality of your sound is top notch, it's automatically going to make your material just, it's just going to connect better with the people who are receiving it. Yeah. You feel me? Like you can have really fucking A1 content, but if your mics is trash, if your sound, if your voice is muffled, if it's like matched, like staticky, just people not going like receive it the same. You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like it's, a, it's the same with video. Like your shit could be funny. Your shit could be hilarious. Like your, 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 your script could be on point. Like that, the people who are in it could be like not botching their lines or whatever. Like the jokes is on point. The timing is great. But if the camera is shaky or the the the, the footage is fuzzy, people are just not going to receive it the same. You know what I'm saying? So like, and they're not going. And when like when your picture looks better, it just makes it look more professional, like yeah. instantaneously. You know what I mean? So we did that, man, and we're trying to um we're trying to kind of steer away a little bit from the goofy, funny lane. And try to, we're trying to like infiltrate into like the, maybe like doing something for local businesses or small businesses or just people who might want to just have uh, more professional looking video footage uh, on their, you know, on their social media for whatever reason, whether you like, like, you know, like a makeup artist or you do hair or you model or you act or you're trying to get you something for your portfolio or even like real estate, like doing like people who stage homes and things of that nature. Um, just all of that kind of stuff. Cause we just like, it's, it's so much, it's so like when you see something, like you can just connect to it a lot better. Um, I feel like, especially in this day and age, like in this era that we're in, everything is visual. Like whether it, whether it means anything or not, like if some people just like when shit looks cool, you know what I'm saying? So it's a market for it. And we trying to, we trying to see what we can do with, within that market. And And that's, a hundred percent true. I feel like there's a small group of people who can listen or watch something for the content, no matter, and they'll ignore the quality. Like they're just in it because they enjoy the content. But you get you open yourself to a way larger base when you add the quality in to having dope content. When you hit both both sides of it, like for you sure. can get. That's when you your your base can grow substantially, and that's what I'm noticing for sure. For sure. And um, I know you can. And that's what I'm saying with the. That's why I honestly don't want to. I didn't understand when you was like, I don't got enough time. Because I see all the time, like, you tweet or people uh, tweet or retweet about the quality of your editing skills or the way that your shit sounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas don't even, not saying that your content isn't good, but niggas a lot of the time don't even talk about the content. They just yeah. be talking about, like, the quality of, like, how your show comes through the microphone. Or the headphones or, or or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't see how it can really be that much more difficult. I can just see that it can be different. Whether you know what I'm saying? Are you are you just not are you don't do you not want to be in front of the camera like that? Is that really what it is, my nigga? That may be it. I honestly <laughs> like that may be I'm not even gonna lie, that may be it. And I think I just need to sit down with it. Cause like when I learned how to do the audio and stuff, like I literally learned as I went. Like I I've gone back and listened to like the first couple podcasts that I edited. And I was yeah. like, okay, I'll do this, this, and this different. But I literally learned it all just by doing that, by messing up, by listening yeah. back after I did something. Be like, you know what? Let me try this next time. Yeah. So, 
and I become like a like they call me the audio Nazi because like <laughs> my, I'm a Nazi when it comes to audio quality. If I start being like that about video too, like I would literally never leave the studio. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm no, gonna get there. I, I feel it. I feel it because I'm I'm kind of in the um I'm kind of in the same boat right now as far as just trying to learn on my own, like by just either fucking up and like do like trial and error, or just like watching a whole bunch of like fucking tutorials and trying to figure out how other people like do their their editing and like their transitions and all that kind of stuff and like it's it's i ain't gonna lie it's frustrating because like you know when you don't when you're not a professional or something when you don't know something and you're trying to literally teach yourself how to do it and you don't have an expert teaching you it's like you feel i feel it's like a day that i feel completely stupid you know what i'm saying because like Mm -hmm. i've been watching tutorials and like if you watch the tutorial without trying to do whatever it is they're teaching it looks simple but then when you try to watch and you try to do and then you try to watch and you're like, damn, these niggas going fast. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, damn, like I, you got to like rewind this shit a whole bunch of times and you like, you do it exactly how they do it and it don't work or your screen never looks like how they screen look. And it's just like, it's like, yo, I know I'm not stupid, yo. Like, I know I'm not an idiot, but I'm really feeling like one right now. And it's just, and that's just part of the process, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you give it a day or two and, like, more than than likely, like, you get the hang of it. But I'm still in that beginner stage myself, like, with the whole, um, with the editing, like, applications or or, or systems that you got to use. Like, the settings on the camera and all that stupid shit, man. Like, I'm going to get it. But I'm just, it's still a work in progress. And I, it'll probably always be a work in progress, especially like if you continuously trying to get better at at the craft of it. You know what I'm saying? So you, I'm sure you, yeah, you never stop learning. I can tell you now, yeah. there's still things that I learn and I'll be like, damn, I could have been doing that the whole time. Like, right, literally. right, right. <laughs> so, um, what, uh, what camera do you use? Um, I have a, uh, I got like, it's called a, it's a Panasonic, it's a GH5 or something okay. like that. Oh man, listen! All the lingo that these photography niggas be using, bro, I don't know what the fuck they be talking about. I got a, one of my best friends um, from like twenty years. Like this nigga, he worked in production. He does uh, he does like videos for like Tech Tech Nine and shit like that. And I, I bounced a lot of questions off of him. Like tried to get a lot of advice from him. Um, and he he told me to either get like a Sony, like an A seven or something like that, or this little Panasonic joint. And like the Panasonic, the Panasonic one, he actually. He actually uh, suggested that I get the Sony one, but when I kind of like did my own research, the Sony is better for pictures, still like still shots, okay. and low light, which is basically like film, like nighttime, and the Panasonic was better for video and not necessarily photographs. So we more so, I mean, not saying that we won't do photography or, or photos, but we're more so like trying to do video stuff. Um, so that's why I chose to go with, with the Panasonic drone. But I'll probably end up trying to get at least one more camera just for when uh when we do like our like our actual shows for Sex and Strangers or when I try to do like my, my one mic joint where I go to a different city and try to sit down and like have a have a conversation with one of the listeners. I wanna have it where, you know, you know how you can uh have clips like on one person on the person who's talking, basically. Yeah. But you can't do that if you only have one camera. Like you gotta have you gotta have at least two. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Um, so with with your videos, let's, let, I know we, we got topics to get to. I swear, people we're gonna get to them. But um, <laughs> with your videos, man, you have like whole characters. Now you haven't been doing them as much lately, I, and I forget their names. So so forgive me. But you got 
the Easy E character. I keep forgetting what his name is. I Yo, was in one of those it. videos. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, wait. All right, so the Easy E joint, right? For a long, for the longest time, that nigga ain't had no name, bro. <laughs> he was just, he was just a nigga from Cali, playing <laughs> with a Jerry curl and some shades, right? But I made up a name because he a blood or whatever. So I gave him a, a name that started with all B's. So I was like, this nigga named Brandon Antonio Bartholomew Barack Johnson. Because <laughs> 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 you know, niggas' last names is either Johnson, Williams, or Smith. Or Jackson. Or, 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 exactly, or Jackson. Or some shit like that. And um, But yeah, so I got the I got the Cali nigga. He's one of the characters. Um, What's another character I had, man? Fucking oh, one or 30. He like an R&B singer. And like, he don't know if he gonna, he don't know if he gonna bust a nut in one minute or 30. <laughs> so like, <laughs> So, so he all, you know what I'm saying? So he always say that. He got like a real light ass voice. He's like, yeah, what's up, babe? What's up, y'all? It's your boy, one or 30. Because you don't know if I'm a bus in one minute or 30. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's him. Um, What else I had, bro? I mean, I mean, oh, well, I had fucking, I usually do the Michael Myers shit a lot. Uh, I think one of the best ones that we did was the Bane joint. Um, and also the, uh, when I did like the training day, like the training day parody, cause we did like a lot of parodies, you know what I mean? So it wasn't, some of them was like original characters and then some of them we was just like making fun of movies, but we would like, re- I would write a script or reword it so that it would, it would be like, uh, it would make sense as to whatever type of sh- live show that we were about to do that we were promoting for or whatever. But the Cali, the Cali dude, the blood, that's definitely my favorite one. I probably do that one the best anyway. Uh, there was only, I think you only did it one time. The, uh, the ninja joint. That's one of my favorites. Oh, y'all bugging. Oh, my God. That's, uh, Niga, son. Niga, son. Oh, Niga, son. And what's funny is, I'm the I'm the nigga dressed up in the costume, but I don't have I don't say no words. Like it's it's not Jax who be doing like the uh the voice and the narration or whatever behind it. That shit is hilarious. Yeah. That shit is funny. That I'm how could I forget about that? Nigga said it's hilarious, man. Listen, and it's so I remember the first time I saw it when like I don't know when you posted it. I was up late as hell. And I'm like, and I'm like, this nigga Jackson posted another video. I had to, I had to stop it like every as soon as he came on, nigga son. I was done, bro. I was done. <laughs> yo, yeah, nigga son is yo, that character is that's that's a lot of other people's favorites, man. Cause the first we only did we only did two videos where we was uh really fucking with the nigga son shit. And both times it was crazy because like he's like he's basically a ninja, but you know nigga son like Daniel son because I'm he's I'm training for like some fucking kumite match or some shit like that, but I'm doing these like stupid ass like fake ass karate exercises, fake ass kung fu moves, like I'm big as shit, so I'm not limber, <laughs> like you know what I mean, like oh, I'm stiff as fuck, you know what I mean? And it's just the, like the narration is just hilarious, man. That shit is funny. Yeah, that yeah. shit is funny. That shit's hilarious, man. All right. And I did it. And then I forgot. Oh, wait. I'm not, now I remember. I did Lil John. I did. Uh, oh, yeah, Lil John. Shorty Low or whatever, man. Yeah. Oh, Bro, man. you're right. The uh, With the Shorty Low videos coming on, yeah. you, you didn't you like run across the highway at one point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yo, we done done some real stupid shit, man. That shit was fun. Funny, though. We did some 6ix9ine, the Takashi shit. Joker. We did the Joker. The Joker, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we did a we did a we did a lot of foolishness, man. All right, we so sold some tickets though. We sold them tickets though. Uh, peep the scene. Peep the scene. <laughs> this is what this is, I, and I know this is gonna take a lot because it's just you. I need you to uh, reenact the Joker interrogation, right? But as nigga son and Joker, you gonna have to like cut the camera back and forth, but because it's you on playing both roles. But I need no you. Way. You want me to do this right now? <laughs> no, I'm saying I need I'm you to like, eventually make a video. No, bro, no, not right I'm like, now. I'm like, yeah, that is a lot, my nigga. Like, no, I'm just saying I need to see the person. I need to see that video. Oh, I'm just okay, saying, whatever okay, you get you. time. If you if you taking fan requests, you know I'm. I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you take a request. That's hilarious. Oh shit. Oh, All right, funny, man. man. So we uh we we kind of did this backwards, but definitely go out check uh check out is all the videos on your YouTube or are they just on uh, Instagram? All the videos are on my personal Instagram, which is Jackson1616, J-A-X-O-N-1616. Um, that's where you can find more like the goofy, silly shit. Uh, we just kind of revamped the actual Not Jacks page. Uh, so that one is, we just got like, uh, we only got like three videos on there, but those are the more quality ones though. So the Not Jacks page is is not underscore Jacks. And it's, so it's N as in Nancy, O T underscore j-a-x and that's it that's simple all right well definitely go and check that out man um but now we got to talk about the craziness because this is just one of my favorite things like just the sound by the uh, soldier boy (laughs) saying drake drake (laughs) drake (laughs) yo that nigga is funny Bro, man, what what what, what do you make of all this? Because I think, like, I know we're a little bit old. World, am I older than you? Or are you older than me? I don't even. I know we like a year nah, apart. I think I'm. I think I got you by like a year. Okay, yeah. but uh, Soulja Boy ain't quite our age, but I feel like we're, we're part, our generation is partially responsible for him. Oh, for definitely. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, definitely. So, what what do you, what did you think about this uh, this Breakfast Club interview with uh well, with Soulja Boy? I watched it in its entirety for sure. Um, I actually watched it before you even uh, sent me the the docket or whatever. <laughs> like I just I just watched the shit just off off of entertainment. Like so the crazy thing was right. Like I was going into it before I had even pushed play on the interview. I had an assumption or I, I had I had a preconceived notion that this nigga was like on drugs because of the pictures that was floating around or whatever. And like you know you know how like the internet just takes it out out of hand they get one bad looking picture and niggas say you look like david ruffin and like automatically like you've just been doing crack for the past like eight years or some shit like that exactly so my mind had already been warped i'm like yo this nigga he do look kind of bad you know what i'm saying his lips is kind of dark this nigga probably been doing some shit so so that's my that's my thought process like before i even like go on to the joint so then i start watching it and i'm not even i'm not even paying attention to like how crazy like he looks or how crazy his outfit looks because you know this soldier boy like nigga really he not no fly nigga like you know what i'm saying like he, he dressed a little crazy he always been doing that but when i started listening to him like speak he don't sound like he on nothing like you know what i'm saying he sound yeah. like he he said like and when i say sound i don't mean like the shit that he's saying i just mean like like the way that he's actually speaking like he doesn't sound like he's a nigga who's like his words aren't slurred. It's just his accent, but like he don't sound he not like on camera like nodding off like how some of them young niggas are or how they were. That's a fact. Like so I wasn't really immediately I was like, Oh, he not on no drugs. He just talking crazy. Like, but this is who he is though. And he started talking and I'm kinda upset because like I feel like the nigga uh Charlemagne was like he was like 
He was trying to play. He was he was definitely trying to play him by like kind of like fake hyping him up. And I don't know if Soldier Boy really caught on to it. Like, cause the thing with Soldier Boy, right? I don't know if I don't know if he's really really super super intelligent to where like he plays into other people thinking that they're playing him. Yeah. Or or if he really just is that over the top and maybe he just is oblivious to when people are trying to play him. I, that part I really honestly don't know cuz he's not dumb. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he's not he might be a little ignorant but I don't think he's I don't think he's stupid. If that makes any sense. No, that makes that actually makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? So but like when he was talking like he was talking loud and crazy and saying outlandish things but like every now and then he'll throw in like a fucking fact. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when you when you really sit back and you think about the crazy shit that he's saying that you think is crazy, you're like, oh shit, wait, that's that's actually kind of true though. I'm like, oh shit, that's actually kind of true too. Damn, this nigga, this nigga speaking nonfiction right now. Like, so it really like make you go back because like a lot of the like songs he was naming or he was saying like, and I don't I don't think he's the I don't think he was uh correct when he was like I was the first nigga to like the first rapper to be on like YouTube because I remember back in the days when like Joe Button TV was a thing Max B TV was a thing uh on YouTube like I think that was a little bit before Soldier Boy but Soldier Boy did make the whole like streaming digital ringtone oh oh shit there's money in this uh I think he made that whole thing like a lane you know what I'm saying? And like people hate and the fact that he he had dances with his music. Yeah. Like at, at the time, that shit was super corny, super corny, super trash, super like, what is this nigga doing? Like his songs is trash. This nigga can't rap. This nigga got these goofy ass fucking dances, these loud ass fucking clothes. This nigga can't talk proper English. And here we are fucking 10, 15, 20 years later. Everybody got to fucking dance. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to dance and niggas and companies is like making money off of these dances. So like now the thing is to like, now you almost got to have a fucking dance. You got to have a gimmick. You got to have something more than just whatever your song is. Like you got to have that extra thing that's going to like, that's going to make people gravitate towards you. And it's like, damn, like maybe this nigga really did kind of start that shit. When you think about it, I made I made this comparison on the breaks. When you think about stuff like we have now, like all the challenges, the Shiggy challenge and everything that comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Soulja Boy was really, the they didn't call it that, but how many people were recording themselves doing uh, the crank that? Or the Dougie. Yeah. You had grand people recording their grandmother doing the Dougie. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. Though, to, it's crazy to, to think that Soulja Boy is legit a trendsetter. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> Big Draco, bro. And it's crazy. I hate it. I hate it, Soldier Boy. Oh man, did I, I hate yeah. Soldier. Oh man, did I hate Soldier Boy, man. But like when when certain people like when a song or when certain songs just like when when so many people like it, like at some point in time, you just gotta you just gotta give it up. Like like all right, man, they got a hit, bro. Damn, he got another one. Damn, this nigga made another one. Damn, is he is he talented? And then you just gotta like you gotta give it up because I feel like. I feel like rapping is his worst talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he, I feel like he's super talented behind the scenes. And I honestly can't even tell you all the shit that he does behind the scenes. But his name seems to be so attached to successful musical projects. The nigga gotta know what the fuck he doing at least a little bit. And he's only 28. And he's a he's a tremendous storyteller, bro. I mean, (laughs) he seriously (laughs) is like. 
that whole thing was like when Charlie Murphy would tell the stories on the Chappelle yeah. show. Yo, that's that's yes. what the thing was. Yes, man. I would pay yeah. to see. I would pay to see reenactments of the stories that he was telling <laughs> on the Breakfast Club. Nigga, that's a not Jack's production. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Big Draco, nigga. <laughs> Yo, but nah, but like, but but and honestly though, man, he like he does have a certain certain people. Certain people have just like this thing about their their personality where like whether you love them or whether you hate them like you just gotta pay attention to them you know what i'm saying you gotta listen to them because you just want to know what's gonna happen next you want to know what you want to know what he gonna say next you want to know what animated shit that he gonna do next you got you want to know what crazy story he's gonna tell next like you just like if he come out with another interview soon like i'm gonna watch it oh yeah you know what i mean I'm he a, does this every january it. every january like, soldier boy pops back up and does like a press run and he'll be <laughs> he'll fade out by like april and i'm not gonna lie to you my nigga if this movie actually comes out in the theater i'm gonna i want to see what happened i really want to i want to see how they reenact that shit like where he like supposedly like shot at five niggas who didn't shoot back but they had big ass guns on them like yeah. i wanna how did that happen I, I don't know. I gotta see it. <laughs> I, I yeah, I gotta see it too. I gotta see it. Um, what are the the but the 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 thing that you, everybody's gonna see most if you guys don't watch the video is the whole the Drake thing. Um, but he made a point. He said how Drake stole a bar from him. Was he spinning <laughs> spinning it? It's so funny. He got so upset. Told himself, "That's my bar," and then said he stole his whole style from me. Like, come on, let's 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 calm down a little bit. He did steal the bar. Absolutely. <laughs> But the whole style, come on, son. Oh, um, man. It's so funny, man. He really believed himself, too. Like, oh, yeah. He funny. absolutely believed it. He was upset. Oh. Um, but, but what I didn't know, on my, my bad, I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off, but I, I had never heard that Soulja Boy song before, right? So I went back and I actually listened to it because of that whole, you know, what he was saying or whatever. And I was like, damn, this song is trash. But he definitely took that one line for that from that nigga, like, verbatim. And I was like, Precisely. damn, that's crazy. This nigga Drake doing it again. Like, this nigga can't never write his own shit. <laughs> so, so that can, that 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 is our next subject. Um it's probably gonna mostly just devolve into talking about Drake, unfortunately, but um Still in styles and hip hop, the whole biting culture in hip hop, man. It's, it's always kind of been a thing, but now I feel like it's blatant. Like almost everyone sounds the same now. Like now, I feel like if if anyone who's debuted like 2012 onward, they kind of like all have sto- stolen the Migo style a little bit, kind of put their own twist on it. Like most right. of the little niggas. Um, but what do you think about like? biting in hip-hop and stealing styles in hip-hop and that that like what it's become because me and you we, we both like hip-hop even if you don't pay attention to all the new cats because i like Lil Xan, i've never heard a Lil Xan song but i know people fucking love him but what yeah. do you what do you think about like hip-hop now um that oh man i said that's a like for the longest i was um i was one of them old angry like i only like my era i only like like from I only like from like Biggie to like the 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 highest point of where of when Dipset was popping. Like that's my little 10, 12 year like gap that I fuck with. And I still do fuck with that with that particular gap. But like I have kind of started to try to like listen to the newer the newer music. Some of that shit is fucking fly. Like some of that shit is popping. Some of the, some, and and I think I think the definition of good music has just changed a little bit. Um, I think, like, to our generation who, like, really loves, like, to take 
to take fucking Joe Button's term, like rapidly rap niggas, you know what I'm saying? That's what we call good, like quote unquote, like good music or good rappers. But I think now, in this era that we in now, good just means the shit sound good. Like good just mean like you could like you could do a little bop to it. Nigga don't necessarily gotta be saying much, but if the song sounds if it sounds fucking dope, niggas is gonna fuck with it. Like if you could dance to the shit, niggas is gonna fuck with it. If you could go to the club and 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 twerk to the shit or get behind a girl who's twerking to the shit, like niggas is gonna fuck with it. And like, and if that's the status quo, how could you really like how could you really go against that? Because like the masses really kind of the masses kind of tell you like what is good. Like it doesn't necessarily tell you what's quality, but it kind of it kind of like drives the narrative of like what is considered good. Um, it's only it, I can't I don't I don't like a lot of the new niggas though because some niggas I I just can't take. But I can't um people sounding the same. I think that's kind of always been a thing. I think it's just different because it's not our era. Because if you it think about it, because if you think about it, like sounding the same. Um, in the nineties, like New York niggas sounded the same. West Coast niggas sounded the same. But it was like it was like different. You could people might have had like a a distinct voice. Um, people might have had like somewhat of a distinct flow. But you can't for real, for real, sit here and tell me that uh Lloyd Lloyd Banks and Fab when they first was kind of like on the rise that they that people said that they didn't rap similarly. Like what you know what I'm saying with like a lot of metaphors and a lot of similes and a lot of punchlines and a lot of comparing this thing to that thing or like you know what I'm saying but they was both to me they was both dope and to me they didn't really copy one another but their styles may have been the same because they were probably from you know they're from a similar place and like in that within that particular region that's just how niggas rap like I don't know if you heard of uh, this nigga his name Money Man from Atlanta I think um. He sound like future, but that nigga can rap though. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I think this I think that nigga can rap. I think that nigga fire. Um, but he sound like future or he sound like Migos or he sound like whatever other niggas is from Atlanta down there, like rapping how they rap. But it's like, all right, but who can do that shit the best though? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Because I think that's kind of like what it really boils down to. Like, who can do what we do in our region, but who can like do that shit the most fire? Because the fact, I mean, if you really think about it, fashion is like that too. If you look around, like all the stores are selling the same shit, but who wear, who rocking that shit the best? Who wear that shit the flyers? Everybody fucking wear Yeezys, but everybody don't look good in Yeezys. Everybody most wear the same. Don't. Everybody wear Jordans. Everybody don't look good. In, like, you know what I'm saying? So it just, I don't know. It just kind of depends, man. But if we talking about a rap contest, like nah, niggas today, it's a lot of niggas today who not gonna fuck with niggas from from who we fuck with. It's I think, uh, yeah, I think it's moved from like when it was about lyricism. Most part, I mean, there there are always rappers and always have been that aren't the biggest lyricists, but more for more more than not, it was about how you put your bars together. Now it's about vibes. That's all it is. Yeah. It's about yeah, yeah. music you can vibe to. Like it, the words almost don't matter. It took me a minute. Like I'll, I'll admit this. I love Little Uzi Vert, but I know when I'm gonna listen to him. Yeah. If I would, if I want lyricism, I'm not gonna listen to Little Uzi Vert. But I know there are specific tracks of Uzis that listen. You can't tell me not to put that on my playlist. I don't care what you right. say. Right, so, for sure. It's, and it's times when whoever your favorite lyricist is, it's times when you don't want to hear that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, a it's, a, it's it's a time and place for all that shit. Because I I figure who said it? Uh, it might have been Nas. Like Nas was like, nigga, I don't want to. No, it was, I think it was Joe. I think it was Joe Button. He was like, nigga, I don't want to hear me in the club. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? 
Like they got what I want to hear me in the club for. Nah, put on turn on that uh that that fuckboy shit. Like that's yeah. what I want to hear. Yeah, man. I feel that, man. I mean, that's really all we got for today. But I got you just missing Joe Budden, so I got to get your thought on this, man. Just because he dropped. Before uh, we what hasn't dropped? That nigga, that nigga Drake corny though. Oh yeah, Drake, Drake corny is here. Drake, 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 Drake is. Drake, Drake can rap. He can rap. He can make songs. But I always tell. Uh, I don't know if you say bitches and hoes on your show, so I'm gonna yeah, respect do. that. You okay, do. so but bitches and hoes, bro. Like they, <laughs> they <laughs> bitches love Drake, dog. But they don't even realize that they love this nigga because he makes music. Like I, Drake is not a cool guy. He's not a, <laughs> and I, I, I probably sound like I'm a hater right now, and that's fine. But I'm telling you, it's certain, it's certain dudes that if you took their talents away from them, from what the public knows that they're talented at, it's certain niggas who I feel like would still be a, a cool ass nigga. I'll give you a perfect example before we get back to the Joe Button shit, right? Fat minus the alleged punching his girl in the mouth. That was bogus. That's bogus. But I feel like Fab, if, if that nigga wasn't a rapper, I feel like he'd be a cool guy. And when I say cool guy, I mean like, you know, cool nigga at the cool table at in the cafeteria type of cool nigga. I feel like I feel like Carmelo is another one of them niggas. I feel like I I, I feel like Method Man is one of them niggas. Fact. That's um, big facts. Um it's a, it's a couple other people. Um, but the, I'm gonna just leave it at those three. So you can't tell me that Method Man, Carmelo Anthony, and Fab and Drake, if you take all if you take all them niggas musical talents and athletic talents away, you telling me Drake is as cool as them niggas? Come on, my nigga. No. No. Drake is the comparative person. So you know how like every every group of, of friends had that that guy they kept around because he was the one who actually had the basketball? <laughs> <laughs> or he had or he had the he had the house with the basketball hoop in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. Or the trampoline that you just like, yeah. you know, ain't nobody got no trampoline. Listen, yeah. we gotta hang out with him because we wanna be able to go on the trampoline. Yeah, his parents yeah. had the pool. That's yeah. what that was. Yeah. That's, that's a great that's a great analogy. <laughs> but we but uh, <laughs> just the last thing, man. Because they keep it's it's probably never gonna happen. Sai, the Prince, and Joe Budden, they keep getting it. This is like the third time now. You got you gotta want this battle for hip hop as much as I do, man. Man, listen, man. I want that nigga Saha nice, bruh. And that nigga Joe is nice, but I don't know how nice he is now, though. That's the thing. Like, I don't know, like, has this nigga been like practicing? Did this nigga still like write for fun? Like, do he like when was the last time he actually like rapped? Like, not saying that he couldn't do it, because like I feel like niggas just got gifts, like, you know what I'm saying? But Oh, he was talking a lot of big shit on on that last episode. Yeah, I don't think I don't think if and I don't know if if in the past like couple of days if the nigga Sai has said anything or dropped anything or rapped anything or whatever. But like I don't really think this. I get the gut feeling that this nigga Joe is not gonna respond though, even if Sai did do something. Like I would hope that he would, because that should just be fucking fire for us fans to like enjoy. I like both of them niggas, bro. Like, and, and what's crazy is, I think you might have uh, been the one who low key put me on Saha because when his uh, the No Dope on Sunday shit came out, I didn't know who that nigga was. <laughs> to be honest with you, and um, you had to, I think you had sent me, you had sent me like a, a a link to a video that he had dropped or something like that, one of his singles off of it, and I was like, okay, this shit is decent, this shit is alright. And then I went to Houston and fuck with uh, one of my other my homies. And he was like playing this nigga whole album, but you know, like the 
like the B-side type of songs and shit, like the like the actual songs that you're not going to hear on like no radio or no no video uh, channel. I was like, yo, this nigga is nice. And I was late to the party. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, yo, this nigga got bars, bro. Like, this nigga saying some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so if him and this nigga Joe would get... And I was, yo, I've been one of the biggest Joe Button fans for a long time. Like, back when niggas thought he was Rasheed Wallace. Like, I was a fan. <laughs> I was a fan back then. Like, when niggas, when nobody, like, saw his face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that nigga Joe can rap, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it like you don't know, but that nigga, like, Joe can rap. Like that'd be a that would be something to, that'd be a treat that'd be a treat for us though it would I hope it happens I don't think it will though yeah I, I hope it happens but yeah I don't think it will either it's it's crazy I've been a Joe Budden fan literally since Def Jam Vendetta when he was in it and you couldn't see his face like you said yeah and Pump It Up was on it but it was like a year before Pump It Up was released as a single. Yeah. And I was like, let me check this out. And yeah, <laughs> Joe Budden is sick, man. Yo, I I be so disgusted with people who only think pump it up when they hear Joe Budden, bro. I I be so disgusted with those people. Cuz that's probably his worst. Like like that's the worst thing you can go to like go listen to All Love Lost before you talk to me about pump it up. Like Yo, man, I be so bad with like I'm like, yo, that nigga Joe Budden nice. You be like, the nigga who made pump it up? I'm like, come on, man. Get out of my face, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The mo- I remember the moment that I knew I was probably going to forever be a Joe Budden fan. It was on his first album, the joint 10 Minutes, where he's literally oh, yeah, rapping yeah, for yeah, 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Sick. Yeah. That nigga, man, that nigga was nice, man. He probably still nice. Yeah. I just don't I mean, I just, He ain't I been really, out the game that long. I really don't think he'd be rapping, though. I really don't. Like, I, I really don't think he even has, like, yeah, I, I just don't think he do. I don't think he do. It's beneath him at this point, man. I think he doesn't even, he realizes he doesn't even need to, to be quite honest. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's he, it, Jax. Go ahead. I was just going to say, but he, but he clearly still loves it though. Well, I, well, he loves the culture. I don't know if he yeah. loves to rap still, but he loves hip hop. So he got to stay. He got to, he got to, he got to have some shit that he wrote. The down, thing I'm man. saying is, is, the more that Joe becomes a media personality and he still critiques rap, somebody's yeah. going to test him at some point where he's going to come back. Sahai might not be it. I thought M may be it. Once Eminem wasn't it, I'm like, okay, what's it going to take for Joe to get back on the mic? And I'm telling you, it's going it's to be one of these young cats, somebody that he critiques their album or calls something trash. They're going to come for his neck and he's going to be like, all right, it's time. But it's see, gonna be like thing, Batman in the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> but see, he gotta. But it's tricky. It's also tricky because, like, he has to like, for one, whoever come at him, that shit gotta be fired. Yeah, that's number one. So I don't. It's a, it's only a select few of like when you say like young niggas, like who, what young nigga who got potential beef for Joe is really capable of like spitting some fire ass shit. And two, it's like he can't battle. I don't think he can battle somebody who is like not a worthy opponent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because then it's like a lose lose. Like, like nigga, you supposed to you supposed to kill this nigga. You know what I mean? Like, if it's a, if it's somebody who's just like too easy, so I, that's not Saha would be the perfect nigga for me. Yeah, yeah. and the th- it's it's just so weird seeing Joe in this position because this is the same dude who would diss Jay Z back in the time where nobody but Nas would touch Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. had no fear. Fifty, he yeah. went at fifty. He went at everyone. Like Joe yeah. at at one point was taking all comers, and to see him now, like to 
I mean, it shows maturity in his point because everything, some things are beneath you, but it's just like, damn, man. This is, as a Joe Budden fan, it's weird to see him in this position. Yeah. But at that time, too, though, like the niggas that you just named were were bigger than he was, though. True. So, like, he was the dog barking at the moon in that particular sense. So, like, now he's kind of like the moon. And, like, so now he has to pick carefully, like, who he actually, like, barks back at. So we'll see. It, please let it happen. Like it don't even got to be like beef. Like I ain't trying to have no one hate each other, but someone needs to get them on a pay per view. Just a battle. I need. I need three yeah. rounds. That's it. I just need about <laughs> twenty five minutes of y'all time, just for me. Like just come on. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> but all right, man. That we we talked about a lot. Jax, go ahead and plug your stuff. I know you did it at the top of telling people where they can find you. Sex with strangers, not just, damn. You got almost as much stuff going on as I do, man. Hey man, I'm just trying. I'm trying to get it, man. I'm trying. Listen, I'm listen, man. I don't niggas is like like you. I I be feeling like like when you look around at like your competition of like whoever's in your lane of whether it be podcasting or jokes or videos or art, what whatever it is, like whoever's like in your immediate lane, like who you feel is like your competition, man. Like we don't. I don't say this shit enough. Like I be feeling like I be feeling like we. We better than people. I ain't even going to hold you. But I will. But when you don't, when your numbers don't always reflect that, uh-huh. um, you you want to find out, you want to find out why. Like part of me wants to find out why that is. Part of me wants to find out what are these people doing better than us? You know what I'm saying? Um, and then part of me is like, well, we just need to ground harder. I need to ground harder. I need to do this better. I need to do this more. I need to be more out there. I need to have my hands on more shit to to make my possibility of, of blowing up, you know what I'm saying, become greater. And like that's basically all I'm really trying to do this year. Like I, I feel like if I'm doing more shit, I got a better chance of one of them joints like taking off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in that sense, like, yeah, nigga, I'm trying to I'm trying to do the same shit you doing, my nigga. Like shit, let's one of these joints got a fucking pop. <laughs> one, of, one of them. But uh, man, you, I'm just, man. Uh, <laughs> but my um my Instagram Jackson one six one six J A X one six one six. Sex with strangers Instagram is Sex with Strangers podcast. That's all. That's their. That's the Instagram there. The Instagram for I mean the Instagram for not Jax is just not N O T underscore Jax J A X. My Twitter J A X O N nine one four, and then the Sex with Strangers Twitter is the S W S podcast um and you our youtube page is sex with strangers a grown folks podcast um and we got a live show march 23rd philadelphia it's on uh you can go to our website sex with strangers uh, podcast.com you can cop tickets they cheap it's gonna be popping we're gonna have sexy ass chicks there y'all already know because you've been to one of our shows and they be coming out they be big they be slim they got fat asses they got big titties whatever you want they be sucking dick because we talk about all that shit. They nasty as fuck. <laughs> they want to do it. So, you know what I'm saying? You try to get some action, they can come to the come to the show. Have a good time. There you go, man. I'm gonna have to try <laughs> to make that one. I missed, I missed, I missed the I was at one. I think I've missed two. It's it's time for me to make my return, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. When y'all when y'all did you drop a date yet? No. We can talk about that afterwards. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, people, man. We out. Jax, thank you, man, for taking time out your busy schedule. For sure. And I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you for having me, man. Anytime, bro. Anytime. Yeah.
Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends come together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. What's good, beautiful souls? This is Queen Poison back at it again with this week's segment of Soul Food. Because ultimately, I want you to be a better version of you. So on the plate today... I like to discuss words. Do you mean what you say? Words mean things. They hold intention. We use them to communicate, whether it be visual or audio. And it's a part of regular conversation. But how often do you really think about the weight that your words carry? Do you think about it at all? I'll go ahead and um, discuss a a little snafu that occurred with me this week. So I was speaking to a gentleman that was trying to get to know me. And in the conversation, we discussed, you know, relationship and intention. So I told this young gentleman, had no intentions of dating right now. You know, if it happens, it's cool, but it's not on my to-do list. So... He proceeded to tell me or will interpret the conversation as to me choosing to be single to equate to loneliness because that's what he felt. He felt where he was in this particular point in his life, he was lonely. And I had to reiterate to him, you know, me choosing to be single doesn't necessarily equate to being lonely. You know, this is a personal choice of mine, you know. It's, it's okay. But to misinterpret what I said to you, even though I came directly straight with my intentions and said what was on my mind and communicated clearly, it, it baffled me. It caused me to be a bit scatterbrained. So be open in your communication. Understand words mean things. It, don't, don't misinterpret things. Sometimes you have to take things at face value. Sometimes you have to take specifically what someone said as what it is and not try to make it seem what you want it to be. So with that being said, I want you guys to take heed. Just a mental note and further communication. And don't forget, take care of yourself. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been The Awakened Soul episode 85 in the books. Um, again, you can follow me at CEO Hayes. You can follow the podcast at Awaken Soul Pod or at The Awaken Soul Pod. Email us at The Awaken Soul Pod at gmail.com. And finally, you can 
Call us, leave us a voicemail, text us, 614-547-2039. That's it, people. I'll see you beautiful and lovely people next week, or I'll see you later on in the week if you listen to any of my other podcasts. I love each and every one of you. Peace. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when she's away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And this house just ain't no home. Anytime she goes away. Down when she's gone. Wonder if she's gonna stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And this house just ain't no home. Anytime she goes away. I know, 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 I